and welcome to Dialectable. I'm Heather. And I'm Lydia. And in this podcast, we are going to go over words that don't exist in English, but exist in other languages. Hello and welcome back. Wow, it's been a while. Has it? Yeah, like a month since we did our last podcast. Can you believe that? Oh my goodness. Yeah, we did it in January. Like the beginning of January. It's almost March this week. Yeah, it's exciting. And I have a new ACL. Yay! I just had surgery. Old ACL. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, whoever you are. I am very appreciative of that person because now I will be able to heal up and grow my own ACL back because of them. And then I will be able to walk again, which will be very nice. Okay, so today we're going to do a bunch of words that are in Spanish. Yay, Spanish. Yay! Espanol. It's my second language. Our first word is mimoso. Kind of like a drink that I like to drink. (laughs) Someone who appreciates being given affection or loves to give affection in the form of physical contact. What does this remind you of, Heather? The love languages. Oh, yes! Do you know your love language? I do. My first one is physical touch. It was mine! Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was funny. Whenever I first did the love language test, my husband and I both did it, and this was when we were dating, and we both got like the same exact score. We got 11 on physical touch, and then all of our other love languages were totally different. Like his is words of affirmation and quality time, and mine is like acts of service and gifts, not like physical gifts, but you know, like little things like bringing me coffee and little things. Yeah. Okay, next word. Our second word is vergüenza ajena, which is to feel embarrassed for someone even if they don't feel embarrassed themselves. Or secondhand embarrassment. This brings to mind a time when I was on the end of secondhand embarrassment. A few years back, I had to get together at my house in Kentucky, and we had a bunch of kids over, and some of us went to the airport to pick up my friend Joanne. And my friend Ashley and I were together, and she and I were kind of whispering together, and we were like, you know what would be so funny is if we told our other friend Aaron, who had never met Dwayne, that he should just go up to Dwayne and hug him, like, because he didn't know him, right? And it'd just be kind of funny for him to, like, as soon as Dwayne comes over from the airplane and, like, walks up, he could just run up to him, this complete stranger in Dwayne's eyes, and just, like, give him this huge hug and yell, like, Dwayne! And so, anyway, we told Aaron this, and he thought it was a good idea because he's awesome. And what he did not know was we told him that Dwayne was actually not Dwayne. So it was this random stranger. And we were like, oh, there's Dwayne. And so Aaron, like, goes up to this random stranger with his arms outstretched. And he's like, hi, Dwayne. (laughs) And this guy, he's, like, probably in his 20s. He was around our age. But he, like, ran backwards. And he's like, how dare you? That is highly inappropriate. like really mad and then Aaron like as soon as he realized what happened he like looked at us and he was oh kind of mad at us (laughs) but it was so worth it and yeah did you feel embarrassed for him I was definitely laughing but I did feel embarrassed for him (laughs) master of pranks there's another story when I was the one being embarrassed but a group of my friends were watching and it was pretty humiliating but um and that is this one day I needed to get my car fixed, and some friends were over, and and my husband, we were dating then, and he was over, and so he and I were going to take one car, and this other group of my friends were going to take the other and pick us up, and my dad knew this guy who had, who worked um, in his garage to fix cars, and so we were going to just drop my car off at his house, but we had never been there, and so we were trying to find the right place, and we're like, I'm pretty sure this is the right place, and we pull up, we go up to 
the house and we knock on the door and the door opens and there's this tiny little guy without any clothes except his boxers on and he's like hovered in tattoos. He has two big hunks of toilet paper sticking out of both nostrils. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. It was hilarious. And so he goes, hello? <laughs> Ryan, he just opens his mouth and he goes, um. And that's all <laughs> he said. And I was like, I'm sorry, we're at the wrong house. And we like ran back to our car. And meanwhile, my friends are like in the car and they're like watching the whole thing. So yeah, they experienced that for us. But we did find the mechanic. But yeah, that was pretty, pretty bad. Okay, our next word is entrecejo, which is the space between your eyebrows. I know everyone's been waiting for a word that describes that space. Yes. So here it is, entrecejo. Oh, man. I love this word because it reminds me of my liberty of being able to care for myself and actually make sure that I have a space between my <laughs> eyebrows because yesterday, like right before going to bed, now you have to imagine I've been like, I just had surgery like a week ago and so I haven't been able to like shave my legs or anything and so like I look at my face and there's no space there. There's no entrecejo. <laughs> there's no entrecejo and I was kind of freaking out so I just like I just stood there. I know with no entrecejo. Yeah. And sometimes it's me. Okay, all the time. It's me. I'm the <laughs> one that I know. <laughs> oh, yes. Lampino. Hairless, but more specifically, a man who cannot grow facial hair or has very thin facial hair. Do you know anybody like this? Um, who can't grow a beard? Well, the only person that comes to mind, and I have to clarify this because I'm not actually sure about this, but I feel like Donald Trump can't. Yeah, we were trying to, we were looking at old pictures of him to see if he's ever had any facial hair. We didn't find any. Yeah, we couldn't. So if you find one, let us know. We did find some people who, you know, thought it would be funny to see what he'd look like with facial hair, but (laughs) we didn't find any actual pictures of him. I know my brother, for the most part of his life, like, has not been able to grow a beard. (laughs) Well, Ryan, like, he tries, and, I mean, he has facial hair after, like, one day of not shaving his face, but he has random patches, and so he can't grow a real beard at all. We were looking into this word, lampino, and uh, we found some things, some problems that only guys who can't grow beards understand. So if you're a lampino, maybe you will relate to this. From uh, manlinesskit.com. One of them is women can't stop talking about beards being hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny because like I do not find beards hot. Yeah, I don't either. At all. I mean, trying to kiss that thing. I I mean, you get food stuck in there and then it's scratchy. Mm Mm-hmm. Very scratchy. I've dated a guy with a beard before. You have? Yeah. I won't make you say that. (laughs) Also, huge struggle, Movember. These poor guys. I know. They have to go through the whole entire month looking at all of these other manly men. and I mean, they can try. They'll just be thin. (laughs) That's kind of sad. (laughs) Or what about perpetual boy face syndrome? Yes. You know what that reminds me of? First world problems. I know, really. (laughs) But that reminds me of the other day we had a girls weekend um, in Asheville and we came across this new Facebook test 
that you can take your face and like see what it would look like as the opposite gender. And I feel like the one blessing that guys who can't have hair on their face that they have is that if they were to do that test, they would look really hot as girls. Yeah, that's true. Because there's no beard. Yeah, I mean. Although, unless you're into girls with beards. Yeah, it can be hot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Our next word is duente. The feeling of awe and inspiration had, especially when standing in nature. The overwhelming sense of beauty and magic. I was just looking through some of my pictures from when I was in Colorado in the Rocky Mountains and that's exactly what I felt when I was up there yes just total awe yeah I definitely felt that in Yellowstone when I lived out there and we got to hike all the time and like just my favorite thing is to find a nice waterfall and a little river and then find a place where you can sit on a rock kind of like not in the middle of the river but somewhere near the middle of the river and listen to the waterfall and just like kind of fall asleep on the rock i did sit on a rock in the middle of a river at um Enal river mm-hmm. it's just so it duende duende our next <clears throat> word is aturdir when something overwhelms bewilders or stuns you to the point that you're unable to focus and think straight i feel like this happens a lot but so much that i can't even think of yeah specific i'm thinking about it right now i'm just so overwhelmed by this podcast that i just can't <laughs> think straight just oh! so i'm just bewildering <laughs> no but i feel like like when i think about examples of this word all of them are really depressing like yeah, i remember like getting bad news like really bad news yeah. yeah um i specifically remember like whenever i was in louisville and um Ryan, my husband, my sisters, and I were walking downtown. We were by the bridge there, and um, we were taking pictures, and I sat my purse down for just a minute, and I asked my sister Jordan if she would take it and watch over it. And so she took it, but then directly set it down just for a second, and while she set it down, this guy came and stole it. After that, like, we were looking for it, and, like, literally two seconds, purse down, and my purse was gone. And this is right before I went out to work in Yellowstone. It had like my ID, my social security card and everything. So I definitely experienced this. Like, honestly, I was freaking out to the point where I couldn't think at all. And Ryan like took over and he like called the police and got involved and stuff. But yeah, that's what that word made me think of. That's not very happy. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But all of the examples I'm thinking of too are kind of depressing. It's like, that's why they tell you not to give bad news to someone who's driving. Sometimes when I look in the mirror, I'm so overwhelmed by my beauty <laughs> that I'm so stunned and I like literally just like forget the world. I'm like, who am I, man? Who am I? <laughs> Who's that gorgeous creature staring back at me? Hey, babe. <laughs> Are you combing your beard while you're doing that? <laughs> hey, our next word is consunado. Consunado. Which is, get ready for this. The husband of your spouse's sister or the husband of your sister-in-law? Yes. So my sister-in-law does not have a husband. (laughs) But if she did. Yeah, that's true. Well, one of my sister-in-laws does, but she's, that's my brother. So I wouldn't use this word there. Yeah. (laughs) But if like Brianna was married. Right. Her husband would be your consignado. Yes. Broliento, someone. Friolento. I just flipped that word around. Broliento. <laughs> Broliento, a word that does not exist yet but shall. Yes. 
<laughs> Shall in the near future. Froliento, meaning to have an afro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone who has an afro. Yeah. Afroed. Afroed. Friolento. Wow. <laughs> I promise I do know how to speak Spanish. Friolento. How about that? Okay. That Someone so southern. You're like Friolento. I, I know. I was like in the southern phase for some reason and then I had to transfer back into the Spanish. Okay. Friolento. Someone who's sensitive to the cold. The cold can refer to the weather, drinks, food, or your heart. Just kidding, I added that part. <laughs> but Technically. Technically, yeah. I guess, like, someone who's really sensitive to cold-hearted people. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because, not. you know, aren't we all? But yeah. Nope, This me. is me, Friolento. Because I have this thing called Raynaud's, and when I'm in the cold, or if I touch something cold, my fingers will just go completely white. Like, they look dead. There's no blood flow at yeah. all. So it's probably good that I moved from the north down here yeah I definitely am geared this way as well to the point where I needed to get married solely so that I could hold someone's hand <laughs> so that I wouldn't be cold and also so that I could put my feet on his feet in the middle of the night and wake yes. him up yes, yes it's been wonderful but yeah like I have one story where um when I lived in Michigan for like the one time that I lived there for like only eight months because it was horrible and I got stuck out of the driveway when trying to drive into my own house that time I did not own a blow dryer. This one day, I washed my hair, and then I went outside, like I would do in Kentucky or anywhere else I had ever lived, and my hair froze. Yep. Turned into ice. Yep, that's Michigan. Yep. I do not like that. Oh, here's another word for Trump. <laughs> Getting back to him. Yes. Oh, I don't know how to say it. Pavoniers? Pavonearse. Pavonearse? That's it. It's pavonearse which means strutting around like a peacock, acting like they own the place. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We all know these people. Mm-hmm. Pavonearse. Yeah. That's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last word. Our last word is resol. This word describes the sun's reflection off of a surface. I love this word because it reminds me of something that I love doing to Ryan when we're on long car trips. Like anytime I have a watch or anything that I can use to like annoy him by like making the reflection right in his eye. And a lot of times he won't. While he's driving. Oh, yeah, that's good. While he's driving. But the funniest thing is like my goal is to see how long it takes him to notice. And so many you. times it like, you know, for like an hour. I mean, it takes him a long time. And then all of a sudden he realizes. But it's great. So you like to do Rissol pranks? Yes, I like to prank with Rissol. She just likes to prank if you... Life is better when you're pranking. Life <laughs> is better when you're pranking. You don't need a spank. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that song just got so much better than Megan Trainer could ever do. Okay, I think this wraps up our podcast. So just quickly going over the words that we learned today. We learned mimoso, which sounds a lot like mimosa. Vergüenza ajena. Entrecejo. Lampiño. Duende. Aturdir. Consuñado. Friolento. Pavonearse. Y resol. And those are the words that we covered today. We are going to make show notes for them. If you have any questions, you can read that. 
They will be on our website. We hope you've enjoyed our episode today and hope you're having a wonderful almost March day. We'll see you again soon. Well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us again soon. (laughs) See ya! Do you have a word for us? Have you encountered a word that should exist but doesn't? Or maybe you are familiar with other languages and you know of words that don't exist in English that are pretty awesome and should exist in English. Please feel free to email us or find us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Twitter! (laughs) Yeah. I think we've... Dialectable pod. Yes. And our email is dialectablepod at gmail.com. Yep. We'd love to hear from you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. You have been listening to Dialectable.